There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elves in magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minion! More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I am your host, RUScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, <laughs> that was kind of I was the one amused. thing. The one thing we forgot to do is check the microphone. That'd yeah, be, that'd be a good thing. Right. Uh, this week we're doing Transformers, Age of Extinction, and uh, I'm going to also do um, They Came Together, which you have not seen. Um, but that opened this yeah. week, and uh, I got a chance right. to uh, get a screening of that in. So um, it's, it's actually, it's weirdly good, and yet at the same time you kind of want to hate it. But yeah. um, if you're, it, it opened fairly limitedly this Friday. Yeah, and it's going to expand a bit uh, each week for the next two weeks, and then I'm not sure that it's getting like super wide. It may, I suppose, be one of those things where it depends on if anyone uh, sees anyone it, goes to it right. yeah. at any of the other ones. But uh, it's kind of odd, actually, that it's it's playing a kind of a limited thing, and probably most people in most places will get it. It's not like a super limited thing, right. but it's uh, Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler, and yeah. it's, you know, it's like big name, real movie. Right. It's just that for whatever reason, they're doing this kind of trickle out thing, which... They're trying. You know, whatever. Try something I, I don't know. That's they cool. figured, why push it out really hard against Transformers? Right. And maybe that's... Who knows? Look, Transformers is doing really good. And next so week, far, box next wise. week is, uh, you know, there's not so much of a, there's not a, a, lot of a giant thing, thing yeah. right? So right. they'll kick it out more next week when it's whatever, not in a big thing. But it's actually, um, it, it, it's really weirdly hilarious. We have a couple of news items, too, that yep. uh, I want to talk to everyone about just briefly. Yeah. And uh, we had kind of a viewer email. Cool. Related to Planet of the Apes. I love it. Which I thought was funny because people are sending in emails and uh, calling us out on shit and good back backing us up on shit. I love it. Whichever way that goes. I love it. Uh, But before we do anything, ratings. Right. I like it. Man, Tammy is next week. Sorry. Oh yeah, I uh, really want to go see that too. You're, you've been yeah, you've been really, really, really excited. For that. I, I am so um, I have the poster up in Man, my room be already. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I'm so, so sure yeah, it's going tra- to be awesome. Transformers, uh, Age of Extinction. Age of Extinction. Yeah. So now this is a tricky one as far as my rating because I swear <laughs> to God this is the weirdest thing for me to say, but I wish I could rate it higher. And this will you know be we we do a lot of those. Yeah, things where you know we give it something, and, right. and like, like sort of the caveat to our rating is, but I wish I could rate it. I want to rate it higher, and I just can't bring myself to do it. So you should, you know, maybe think a little better of it because I wish I could rate it higher right. or whatever. Right. So like we're giving it two different ratings. My rating for this, you're going to be is, out of the park. Yeah, ten, and I right. wish I could rate it higher. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, my rating for this is five and a half. That's as high as I can go. Wow. And on you this want one. to give it more. And I want to give it a little more because I like a lot of it. And it's uh, for some really weird reason, this movie and going back to other Transformers movies, I've, I've liked some of them. I've hated some of them. I've, you know, kind of been all over the map on all the other movies. Yeah. This one, for some reason, there was like a little bit of a spin on a lot of this movie where I was, it was making me willing to kind of let go and go, fine, this is just a 
stupid goofy action movie. Yeah. And there was a lot of stuff that I liked about it. I want to go higher, like maybe I wish I could go like seven, six and a half ish or something like that. Not like I want to rate it nine or something. But there was a lot of this movie that was fun. There was a lot of it that I really hated. Yeah. So there's that. Well, it's a two hour and 45 minute film, which is a little bit weird to say because there's like eight or 10 minutes of credits. So, I mean, it's, but it is what it is. It's a 12 and 45 minute film. If this had been an hour and 50 minutes, I bet you could find six and a half or seven to if, get to. If this was even... It's really long and, if and this was bad like in a, places where it's If this was so like long. a two-hour movie yeah. and we took a lot of stuff out of it, I could probably even I'm go, sure you like could go eight. Yeah. I mean, because the <clears> things <throat> that I was okay with and were fun, yeah. I was really kind of going, sure, yeah. let's have a crazy action. See, thing. and I'm, a, I'm of two minds in a way. Uh, my official rating is three and a half. Wow. And I feel like the stuff that I didn't like was so big and so problematic as far as rating a movie. I agree. Now, as a movie goes, Even though I rated thing, it higher. Thing, well, no, 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 but I understand. I, I see your side because I'm about to say, like, it, as an experience, as a summer experience, like when we went and we went last night, we didn't see it in 3D. Right. Um, I heard a lot of people around us loving this film right like no standing ovation at the end but they were all like really engaged in it really having fun with it i don't dispute that it could be a very fun movie but i wasn't there wholly to be entertained i was there to review the film right in in that regard this thing has so many problems for me and the stuff that worked really well and there are a bunch of stuff that we'll talk about i'm sure it's what saves this from really tanking Unfortunately, all the stuff that really sucks, and there is a lot of stuff that sucks, it's, right. it's the kind of thing that the weight of that really drags it down. Right. And the fact that it's a Michael Bay film, and I know what I'm getting, but really he should be better at his work now than he is, and he's not, right. he's not improving. He's and, just expanding. And not, not only that, <laughs> but and that's bad, because there are tons of things I hate about this movie, There's too. so many. And, uh, <laughs> but the good and, moments and, are really good. And I, so, I really hate them, and yeah. even if I give it you know, five and a half, right, there's, there's probably no critique of this movie that anyone could come up and go, how could you give it five and a half? Because yeah. here's this that really sucked about it. And I would go, yep, that was there, and that really sucked. I <laughs> right. And I really hated it, and yeah. I agree. But, you know, I don't know why. There was, there was something about it that I was willing to let yeah. stuff slide. And, you know, I don't know why. But parts of it that I liked, I really liked. And there were, like you said, there were lots of stuff. Uh, there were lots of things to hate in a lot of different ways too. Yeah. Like I, I said last night when we were we were leaving, this is I think the worst edited movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it's really bad in, in my in my whole yeah. life. The and edit, it's not just editing two hours and forty five minutes. It's and, just and that's not even Michael Bay, right? Right. I no. mean, I guess I don't he's think got, he's got he, all he the hats on. Right. But, but I don't. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, certain parts of it anyway were yeah. were I don't think could have been him, but. Um, there's, you know, story goofy problems. There's, mm-hmm. there's things that I hate about it, hated about it where it's, you know, you're monkeying with, monkeying with what Transformers are that right. I hated right. about it. Right. That, that was like, you know, why, why do you have to do that stupid thing? He's, Just because you can. He's that, got, right. You know? Actually, in a weird way, it, Michael Bay needs he can't be the executive producer. He's got to just be the director with a good contract where someone can say, look, uh, you've got something really great here, but you've got too much. I'm going to cut right. it for you. Right. And it just that doesn't, I don't mean, it just doesn't, doesn't matter because it out of he his makes hands, too much money. He just, so right. it'll never happen. Right. Right. And this it's is just, the big cabana. The, the, whole, the whole thing you know. is that it's, uh, it's just money. Right. I was surprised. It, it, and, and so no one cares. Whoever, was, whoever's yeah. giving him money. Right. They go, I don't care. I'll get my money back. I'm going to make a bunch of money. Especially internationally. This is going to do amazingly well. And, you know, one of the things before we jump to the other stuff we're going to do, I was really, I was not impressed, but I was a little surprised at is I don't think he's a terribly stupid guy. Not because he's a millionaire beyond measure, but he he knows what he likes and he does what he likes in his films. There was a real aspect of social commentary here that was really interesting about like immigration, right. like politics, like how the government really does things. Like you can look at it and be like, ah, oh, it's just a Michael Bay version of things, a- and it is. Right. You know, the one scene where the guy's like, "Where's your warrant?" He's like, "My face is my warrant." You yeah. know, that's all Michael Bay. Whatever. Right. 
But what's happening in that scene is actually bigger. It's actually more contemporary. And in a way, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of smarter than I thought Michael Bay was going to put in a film. Right. So, I, you know what's weird? This Except film, that it's also kind of got this, like, coding to it. All, <laughs> it does. It's all where, where it's like, Michael Bay also thinks you're pretty stupid. Right, and he's so, going to tell so you about American to, history and so economics say and how everything right. is. Well, like, <clears throat> yeah, it would be like taking a civics lesson from Michael Bay, <laughs> right. you know. But, but the, the thing that was really interesting for me is it's not a constant thing. I love everything that showed me there were people in it. When there were no people in it, right. when it was just Transformers, I would and which was weird because I, I mean they're the star of the film, but Stanley Tucci, Mark Wahlberg, you'd think you know that Kelsey you would Grammer want to see more. You think you'd you think that at the end of a Transformers movie you'd walk out and go there should have been right. even more Transformers right. and 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 really you know one of our things that we've lamented on in the past is just a lot of disaster porn. You know, there's right. just building. The world is falling. Right. And it's all over the place. But anyway, we'll get, we'll get more to it. We all right, so... Um, a little I, housekeeping. I'll, I'm not even going to throw out the other rating because we'll do the other stuff real quick. I'll give you the rating yeah. of the other movie and talk about it a little bit. Um, so the first thing, we got an email from David. All right. In yeah. Oklahoma. Cool. That's our first Oklahoma, right. I think. All right, David. And uh, no city... Just said Oklahoma. He so owns it all. There you go. <clears throat> um, and he he sent me an email and sent me a link. Oh, this is good. I can um, tell. For Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Because it was awesome. He sent you a link? Yeah. He sent me a link to this thing, which is, uh, I guess, <laughs> and I, I didn't research it. You know, they you, David, has to research it. And oh, okay. I'll just believe his research. I okay. don't know. But apparently, like, the most recent thing, it was, like, from uh, 2010, that it said there are like oh this is ape th- reproduction it, no there are oh. three hundred fifty thousand worldwide apes right the total population of apes in the world is yeah. about three hundred fifty thousand okay so not enough apes no <laughs> you don't know apes when there is nothing else around but like, it's only ten years though it, they are like if rabbits it, if, it was, if it was like Look, a, how many apes have you like ever seen? hundred years no, or hundred and fifty years I'd be okay with it, it. eventually is it when eventually it's planet, is when it's planet but, but for it's now, not now there's always an uprising. Look, the zombie uprising starts with one undead. And he bites, and they bite, and then yeah, it bites, and then it don't goes. don't kill people and turn them into apes. Though this is a good point. <laughs> I understand. Although I haven't seen that, that scientific does, proof. Right. But, but apes, you know, when not in the cages for your, you know, your shampoo factories and all these things, they probably reproduce pretty right. fast. And with no predators left around, I, I believe in Planet of the Apes. Yeah, no, so even with all of them David having is awesome. babies this is really cool. at the gestation period of an ape, an right? Well, it's not that's in the just, whole world, too. That does not mean... That's not just Oklahoma. That does not mean that when the yeah. virus gets out in New York or right. whatever, that all of a sudden right. you have 350,000 <laughs> apes right there, right? <laughs> I expect this film is going to address that. Much in the way that when the, when the last one stopped, you know, you basically had just a fleet of them. There wasn't thousands of them. There was maybe a couple hundred. Right. And they were going into the California woods and things like that. Well, so, and that's apparently but they had what element you've of got surprise. here, right, 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 is that you've got this area of forest. Right. Who, who knows what, but from looking at the trailers. Yeah. Where you've got, you know, a few hundred. It looks a like a thousand, couple hundred. Maybe up to a thousand, but no more than that. But, yeah, a thousand a would be like the absolute max. Yeah. Right. And you've got like a city full of people, right? And except that we've had the plague wipe out a bunch of people, right? Right. And you know the whole reproduction thing and everything. I would give you if we just had more time. Well, if, we'll if see. it wasn't ten we'll years, right? I, I expect there will be a good explanation. But still, you've got during those ten years. <laughs> I love this conversation. So do I. This during during those ten years, right? Yeah. You've got every person who's still alive. We are two of the worst. Trying to kill every ape they can find. But they're right? tricky and sneaky, and they're smart now. Yeah. And they've got a genius. They're not that smart. They've though. got a genius super leader in Caesar. He's not just a smart ape who can. He's not like Bobo or somebody who can sign like I'm hungry. You uh-huh. know, he's a super smart ape, like the smartest ape. I realize this is 
tricky, but the smartest ape ever. Uh-huh. And you consider we're apes, like that's a bit. Uh, I love how only one of I them. love how primate reproductive, you know, information is being governed this by the stuff, two least acceptable this primate is stuff you need like, to know. Right? <laughs> this is awesome. Well, David is awesome. This is our, this is our nitpicky. I love it. Crap. And this is the this is one of the big movies, things right? for you. This is. And uh, and this is way more fun than cinematography talk. That's true. David has lit a fire. I'm also going to Google <laughs> ape. You know, I'm gonna find out eighth expectancy, exactly. how many there are on average. You know, I'm gonna not that I I'm don't just find, David, but it's I'm good. I'm gonna find a zoologist to take to the movie, awesome. right? Yeah, and right. Say, oh, no, well, awesome. we'll we'll find one to have yeah. on the show when we review it. That would be. Let's get Jane Goodall on the show. <laughs> Make a call. That right. would be really funny. Uh, yeah, you know it's funny because I just uh, somebody popped up in my Facebook feed uh, <laughs> like a couple of hours ago that they just started watching Rome. Yeah. And uh, there are, like, Amazonian parrots in cages in Rome. And, you know, there's different levels of being (laughs) nitpicky. Yeah. And some of them, like, I won't even go to. Like, see, so they did have parrots. Right. Now, did they have the Amazonian parrots? No. I don't know. But, you know, uh, as far as anyone knows, they didn't know the Amazon was there. Right. (laughs) Or in order to go get the parrots. But they had parrots. Yeah. And they now, were Amazonian now, if they're in the Now Amazon. you're making the show. What right. are you going to do? Right. <laughs> are you right. going to go, I don't know, find somebody to get the right parrot or, you know, just get me a parrot. Yeah. Right. Right. Whatever. Anyway, that reminds me of that weird quip in uh, the rundown where the rock is talking to Rosario Dawson. He's like, you know, we don't have Brazil nuts back home. You guys have so many. She's like, you know, we call them here. And he goes, what? They're just nuts. Nuts. Because we're in Brazil. Like, <laughs> they're right. just nuts. So if there's a parrot in the Amazon, it's an Amazonian parrot. Right. Like, I mean, Whatever. anyway. Anyway. Um, okay. So now the other things that I wanted to comment on, two things, yeah. um, because surely everyone tuning in wants to hear us babble about this. But one, and I think it's interesting because of the Transformers. Yeah. One is that J.J. Uh, Abrams and Disney are getting in a big fight yeah. about when – that wasn't me. When Star Wars is going to get released. Right. And I kind of think it's cool just because we're like watching, uh, sitting through two hours and 45 minutes Transformers. Right. With, you know, just ass loads of special effects uh, all over the place. And not terrible ones, although some that I hate that they're there anyway. But. Um, and all I can think is, you know, everyone's like, yeah. it's funny because quickly the internet went, oh, boo Disney, right? Like, let him make the movie he wants and don't care. I'm on Disney side. How how long it takes and everything. And I'm thinking, how long does it take to make a movie? Actually, right. not that long. Right. <laughs> I mean, depend, no. depending yeah, on what you're doing schedule. Yeah. I mean. The vast majorities of movies that come out shoot for like three months, maybe four months. Then it has you, to be then real if, long. Yeah, then yeah. if you got like a really, really gigantic thing, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you got like six to eight months or or something like that. But it doesn't take that long to make a movie. And if you want like another year to make your movie, right. that means you have a giant book filled with special effects garbage yeah. that you want to make sure that computer people and right. and special effects people and CGI people have time to make up your crap. Because if the movie that you're making is like an animated movie, well, then it takes like three years. Right. That's a long right? time. Yeah. And there's no other reason to need that time. Right. So, you know, all, I, all that makes me think is that he just wants to put in a whole bunch of massive Lens crap that we don't need. Right? Oh, yeah, that sounds like J.J. Abrams. And, you know, <clears throat> even though special effects are a whole different world, world now, right? Yeah. I mean, Star Wars was fine with me. I don't need the reboot of Star Wars right. where we can now do more badass special effects around everything yeah. and make everything look right. crazy awesome, right? Which is ultimately going to be kind of weird mm-hmm. when we suddenly switch directors for the next... Yeah, when Ryan Johnson comes in. And then go, and now, what? You're kind of trapped, even though he is not, Ryan Johnson, he is not the guy who you would expect to go, oh, super crazy things. But he has to make it Star Wars. Yeah. But then he also has to kind of do something with the movie that just 
happened that J.J. Right. Abrams that he made. hands he off to him. You can't right. just totally ignore that. You can't drop either, that right? baton. He's got to hold right. it, you know, and go with it. So, uh, so there's that out there. But I'm. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say your thoughts on that subject. I are, like Ryan Johnson a lot, and the parts of J.J. Abrams I like, you know, are are okay. But I'm worried about him handling this. I think about when you know Irvin Kirshner took Empire after George handed him the baton. Right. And it was awesome. You know, maybe. Maybe J.J. will do all these lens flares and all this vomiting, you know, light magic that he expects everyone to really dig. And then Ryan Johnson's just going to be like, great, now I'm going to do a big character story with not a ton of special effects. Right. And it will be okay. Like, sometimes that works. I, I, I want to see more from Johnson before I know for sure that he's, you know, able to do something like that. But uh, I, I feel a lot better about it than J.J. Abrams doing, like, three of them. Right. But I, sure. you're exactly right. Like, you must have a big book of stuff to do right. if, you're, if you're, you know, pre- and post-production puts you well unless, beyond that time Unless frame. there's something – unless there's some other reason that's, like, sort of but secret knows, reason right, yeah. that people aren't talking about, like – he wants a couple of actors who he can't get for another right. five months, and then the shooting and we have delays. to wait for them, That's, right? Yeah, maybe that right. could be a thing. And, That'd be all right. And Disney goes, ah, get somebody else in that role, and it doesn't matter. Right. right. He wants maybe it's some sort of thing like that. But other maybe. than that, there's no other reason for it to take that much longer. No. Than your than, average movie. Then because you've got yeah. You know, your CGI computers are all taken up, and right. we would have to invent another company <laughs> yeah. to work for us to make it happen any faster. That's really the only thing. So the other thing, and, you know, kind of uh, connected because of J.J. Abrams, right. is uh, the next Star Trek movie. Yeah. And, Can't you know, wait for that. And, and I just have to, like, throw out my two cents because uh, Roberto Orsi yeah. – was uh, this is all like all over the internet the last couple of days that he was talking about making that movie and so I guess you know sort of people are saying I have no idea what that means but he's right. responding sort of to people are saying right <laughs> and so I don't know <laughs> the internet reaction uh, exactly yeah. that the next uh, Star Trek movie should go in some direction like there's a moral question involved or whatever right oh yeah. Um, Boy. Of doing something with like Vulcans, with like Romulans, yeah. Klingons, we should be moving into uh, areas where we're kind of. First of all, he said that we're going to go more deep space. Yeah. Into like what Star Trek is theoretically supposed to be that you're right. you're on your mission right. out in space, right? And uh, so he claims that that's what's going to happen. But when people are saying stuff like what you should be moving towards is some connection to now the original show, because right. now we went to sort of before the original show. Right. So now we should be dealing with Klingons and Romulans and getting into the original show. Yeah. And his response is, well, see, why? Why? Right. Do, because I'm in an alternate universe <laughs> yeah. now. Right. The, the movie has created an alternate universe. Yeah. And I can just go do whatever, and right. maybe it'll be a whole new alien race right. that I make up that was never in Star Trek before, right? right? And so now, my take on, so I'll throw out my two cents, right. is that that next movie now sucks. Really? There's no good movie to come out of that now. Uh, I'm not because sure. Because now he's just a donkey. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean because now he goes, hey, look. Right. We took Star Trek, right. and you're fans, and you, and you want to see Star Trek, and you love it. But we put this little twist in yeah. where it's alternate universe, right. and we can just thumb our nose at the original story and, and do anything we want. Right. And if uh, you know gravity's upside down, and right. yeah, you know, right. we could walk on the sun, then I right. can do whatever I want in Star Trek now, and maybe I'll yeah. just make up my own aliens and the hell with like you. vampire Smurfs or something. Right. I would be a hypocrite if I didn't say that that idea appeals more to me than them rehashing something in any of the films that they've done after how disgusted I was at them basically creating the this whole universe and having all these unlimited po right. all these possibilities and then them just redoing an old film. Well, yeah, but so that's, and my my original take was you like guys one crap is better than the other crap, but who but I think this the, I agree. I think that <laughs> I think this team is maybe the wrong set of guys to be doing this film uh to be doing these films, but I I think I'm more interested in them doing something original 
to answer some questions curiosity-wise for me than I am for them to basically be like, well, this is our idea of the Borg, and we're going to make the Borg look like Klingons because now it's a new universe. Like, just – you're going to make people's heads explode. <laughs> right. Just stop. Do what you got to do and just stop. Yeah, I am not opposed to them doing something original. Right. I would love to see an original thing. Here's, here's, my, here's my very I, – I know this is a unique and odd view, right? Um, I don't mind it being original. Yeah. I would like it to be Star Trek. Right. Yeah. Instead Let's of, try that. Instead of just going, well, but I've made an alternate universe. Right. And uh, now here's what I'll have is a bunch of people and right, a bunch right. of totally different <laughs> aliens. Yeah. Then why call it Star Trek? Yeah. Just make a yeah. space movie about <laughs> space. whatever the hell thing you want to make. It would be awesome if just studios understood that you just called it space movie. <laughs> Space That's movie right. eight, you know, right. just stuff like that. Just uh, yeah, like you know, back in or, the back in the day, if the, yeah, right, space movies, right, right, right. Then it was just that was it. Whatever today's movie too. So I would love it if they just co-opted, like they co-opted Khan last time. I want to see them do something really interesting and go for something a little less known. You know, go basically. It's like Star Trek three. You know, ice pirates. Right. You know, and then we do a, a sci-fi film that many people don't know about, or something like that. Yeah, then I would be amused. At yeah, that. that'd be great. Anyway, that, that'd be a fantastic movie. Anyway, I just wanted to throw those things out. So seriously, now stop pissing off the dog. Yeah. So um, <laughs> So anyway, uh, they came together. So now um, I'm giving this movie, and uh, it. You know, the movie's not doing uh, super well with critics. It isn't, but it's doing pretty well box office. <laughs> but it. Well, it's doing okay for what it's got to work. Like hundred million, yeah. It's, and this is a good transition too. Also, like if you're going to make a film, call it what it is: Star Trek or Transformers. One of the things that really annoyed me was they started having Transformers do a bunch of stuff that they weren't doing any right, other time. That has that nothing to do with like. Anything, let's right. just suddenly make all these people have these abilities and uh, right. Okay, but weird. we're talking about they came all right, together. All right, all right. Uh, they came together. So Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler. I know. Um, I I'm giving. I'm giving this movie. Actually, I've already reviewed this movie on the site, and I can't remember if Did I it? gave it eight or eight and a half. So that shows you. Yeah. Well, that shows you how fantastic good, my ratings work. But <laughs> I think I gave it. Uh, you know what? I think I gave it an eight. I actually had someone ask me if we were going to do this. I know I've interrupted your review of it twice. Sorry, but you can't remember a review yesterday that you gave, <laughs> That's right. and yet I had to go through this, you know, memory test of reviews. <laughs> right. And I've had a few people ask me, "When are you going to do that to Mark?" Maybe we should do this little installment. You like can, I'll pick, you can do I'll pick like five or six, and we'll hit you with it. And you'll you be like, look it up. You'll be like, look, I don't know, five, <laughs> that's right, seven, <laughs> everyone. I don't know. I'll just say five on everyone because yeah. I can only be so far off. Right. Anyway, I'm sorry. So they're going to be two. Um, I feel like at one point I was going to. Yeah, I was a little torn, and it's weird to be torn on like the half. Right. right. But yeah. I was a little torn on whether or not I was going to let it have that. Yeah, extra that little, little bump. Um, yeah. So I think I gave it an eight, but I might have you might have done eight and a half. Broke down right at the last minute. But anyway, <laughs> it's weird because I really liked this movie, and um, it's it's directed by uh, David Wayne, who uh, you know I gotta say has uh, kind of not been great since uh, Wet Hot American Summer right. uh, in movies. Right, right, right. He, he's got like he does that children's hospital show, yep. which is a little bit hit or miss for me, but is really kind of funny. It's interesting. Yeah. And, and people... Man, everybody people loves Wet Hot American like Summer, though. I know. And not only that, but... And there's a sequel. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be a TV show. Oh, I'm, I'm and, sorry. Right. And they're, uh, right. they're going cool. to basically start over, too. <laughs> I didn't know and that either. So That's they're gonna, okay. They're going to kind of start over it with uh, the beginning. Yeah. So that, you know, because... Uh, who's seen it, right? Right, right. Um, and yet, <laughs> exactly. everyone's seen it. It's it's right. one of those uh, movies that's really weird because it did nothing at first. Yeah, absolutely. And it was like a few years before people started like talking it up enough yep. that everybody you know rented it, and then yep. it just got like word of mouth thing, and then it was like kind of big. It was and like now an indie. It's, yeah. Now it's like a total like cult classic yep. kind of uh, comedy, which is. And odd. I know why everyone around here loves it because it's centered around where we live, especially right, centered right. in Maine and right. not that far from where we are right now. And, uh, yeah, so so anyway, that, I, I thought, 
it, it's a really great movie. I actually is one and one of the people too who I didn't see it for like a couple of years after it right. came out. Right. And, I didn't either. And so now it's going to be a TV show, and he's he's got success with TV and stuff. But yeah. the last couple of movies that he's made were first of all few and far between, and always with Paul Rudd. Always. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but you know not good. Right. Uh, not anything that anyone was you right. know super excited about. Right. Yeah. And this movie, it's in a weird way, he kind of goes back to the abilities that he shows in Wet Hot American Summer, but take it like to another level. This movie is like pure parody of the romantic comedy genre altogether. Yeah. And in a lot of different ways that are really hilarious. Uh, if you've if you've seen the it, and it's weird too because it's not really a laugh out loud kind of movie where right. you're just going to start rolling laughing right yeah it's just that so so what it is is it, it's kind of it's just got the the outline of all romantic comedy movies which right. are all exactly the same you know it's like that Pixar bonus feature right yeah where right. they just, where they just explain to you how the formula yeah. works and so this just takes the formula. And just makes fun of it at every step, but it does it in a lot of different ways hmm. that it's really odd. And, yeah. and it keeps it interesting, too, because if it was just the exact same thing, the whole run of a movie, it would right. not be that great. But, you know, they, they totally point out all the places where, you know, so they're going to have to not like each other at first. Then they're going to meet randomly. Right. And, then, and it's funny because there's a part where... Uh, where they meet at a party and they don't like each other and they don't like each other for a really stupid reason. And they talk about how they don't like each other for a really stupid reason. Yeah. um, Because they like bump into each other and knock each other down and they get pissed about it. And then watch where you're going. And then they, and then they follow each other to the same party in a really stupid way. And it's, and it's funny. And they, so they get to the party and then, and then they have to meet up again and like run into each other, right? Right. So they bump into each other at a bookstore, right? And then it's like, you know, you see the outline where it says, uh, you know, what should happen is that they accidentally find out that they're both interested in some really unique kind of book. Obscure thing, yeah, right. Right. And so instead of that, they just use fiction books. Right. He's like, I'm a big fan of fiction books. And that's she's awesome. like, you like fiction books? Right. <laughs> and, that's good. That's and so cool in, instead of filling in the blank, they just go, right. ah, screw it. Right. Right. And then there are other parts where instead of doing that, what they do is they just kind of like read you the notes, like the script oh, notes, you know? So like Paul Rudd is dating, um, uh, uh, what's her name? Kobe. Um, oh, yeah. Um, what is her name? Smothers. No, uh, Smolders, Smolders, something. Yeah. Anyway, Mulders. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're good at this. I'm all expile. Um, so, she and she's horrible, and they're they're dating at first, but then they break up really early. Right. But then later, there's a part where the, the guy that she was cheating on him with leaves her, so she shows up all of a sudden while Paul Rudd is, you know, on again, off again, <laughs> sort of with Amy Amy Poehler. Right. And so, you know, he's like going, oh, but now how do I know that you're not just saying this because you're, you know, lonely because you just got dumped and stuff. Right. And so instead of like having the conversation that should make him, you know, uh, wary of her intentions. Right. She just says, oh, no, that's what I'm doing. You should be you should be wary of my intentions and stuff. So she just like. Reads yeah. the script notes instead right. of like right. instead of having conversations a lot where you know the outline says create some conversation where this is what you get out of it. <laughs> right. They just say the line right. of what you're supposed to get out of it. That's and fun. so anyway, it's like it's really funny. And there's there's some like hilarious uh, cameo appearances in there. Yeah, I'm looking at, at the list one now. of them. Like one of them because Maloney and all these other guys. Uh, one of them, I think, really because. Uh, Paul Rudd just wanted to be on screen in a fist fight with a certain person. Oh yeah, <laughs> and um, so he shows yeah, up yeah, and gets yeah, to yeah. do it, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's really funny. Yeah, but it's weird. So it's totally like sarcastic, and cool. and you know some people clearly will just hate every second of it. Sure, I know because it's you know it, you got to just jump right on board with that 
brand of comedy, yeah. right? And there are other parts where, you know, like I said, they they mix things up a lot where, um, you know, the, the outline for the script says have them go meet the parents. Yeah. Um, so Paul Rudd has to go meet Amy Poehler's parents. And then, you know, like what the script notes say is, you find out something about their parents that they're kind of socially awkward or they're for some reason they're, you know, they're odd right. people right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we get to talk about that and laugh about it later right. and stuff. And so what we do is we make it the most odd, right. <laughs> horrible thing yeah. that you could ever imagine. Right. And yet we just, you know, kind of play it off as, as though it's no big deal because it's supposed to kind of not be a big deal. Right. It's just like a weird thing. So we have like Amy Poehler act about it in the way that she's supposed to later act about it, except we've changed what's going on. So it's really, it's really like maybe just a movie critic movie. I don't know, but (laughs) it's fun to see something, take chances, take risks and And turn the genre genre on its head and basically break the fourth wall and stay in it at the same time. And, you know, right. And uh, again, not for everybody, but and, you know, then there's also what's kind of funny about it is that they're doing all these stupid things. And yet they're kind of saying, you know, they're making fun of how romantic comedies are and making them look really stupid. And yet you you can't really deny that that's how they are. Right. I mean, a lot of the first part of the movie is – you know, if you just replace Paul Rudd with Tom Hanks, right. you'd have like three different movies. Right. Exactly, exactly yeah. how they really are. And, yeah. and, you know, so, and there's a lot of you've got mail right. kind of going on because he works for the the big, horrible candy conglomerate corporation thing. Yeah. And she has her own little candy store that right, she's always sure. dreamed of having, yeah. which they even like one up having the candy store because she gives all the candy away for free and donates right. a portion of the proceeds yeah. to charity. Yeah. But she just gives everyone the candy away right. for free yeah. and she'll have it forever. And she loves her candy store. And isn't it such a wonderful thing? Of course. And, you know, all this on and on all this crazy. Yeah. Stuff. But anyway, so uh, it's really good, though, if you but you, you kind of got to know what you're getting into. Right. Right. And the trailer, oddly enough, for that movie, I don't think sells it well enough. I don't think it really yeah. delivers that th- that's all there is. I'm trying to remember when you know, I saw the that, trailer and that, I thought it was all, all right. That that's all there is in the whole movie, you know? Right. That it's just it's just nonstop. It, it might make it seem like at times we make fun of romantic comedies, but it's still a romantic comedy right. and you're going to get yeah. a different experience, you know? But no, it's just... <laughs> full on yeah, from beginning right. to end. And I wish I could spoil the end for you. Don't don't do it. Because it's really kind of fantastic. But it's also funny, the movie starts out they are uh at at dinner at a restaurant with another couple and they just start talking about the story of you know, their story right. of their relationship right. and, right. and the whole thing. And so at several points they will like cut back out to right, the yeah. to the restaurant Real, where yeah. they're talking, and you've got uh, you know I can't remember her name, but uh, one of the girls from the office, and and she's hilarious, and um, so you've got them sitting there and the couple they're responding to, and when they cut out, there are some great, <laughs> actually really funny moments yeah. where they start going through a, a a part of the story, and all of a sudden you just cut to like you know the other couple just staring blankly at them right. going, uh, uh, <laughs> right. what? <laughs> right. And eventually you get to where they're like, so we kind of got to go. Yeah. And, right. you know, and yeah. so th- there's, there's good stuff there too. Anyway, so check that movie That's out cool. as soon as it comes to you. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, it, it, it's really pretty good. And it's, it's actually, I think a lot of critics are not liking it. You liked the end or you didn't, you want to spoil it. So that means you probably did like I it. like the end because it's it's different. Okay. And well, you, you know, even to say anything would kind right, of be to the, give it away, kind right. of be so, the okay. spoiler. Right. But but you did like it. All right. I did like it, but critics are just not liking the movie in general. Anyway, weird. But um, not many of them, anyway. Yeah. But 
I think they're just kind of on the David Wayne, I'm used to saying I don't like his movies right, right. bandwagon yeah. or something. Well, Who knows? Maybe that's it. Or maybe they just think maybe it's they don't really like it. stupid. Who knows? <laughs> and then send your responses to us and tell us about <laughs> right. how you thought it was stupid. Right. Anyway, okay, Transformers. Speaking of stupid films. Right. Uh, so I don't even know where to go with this now. We already talked well, about the, it. Well, maybe the easy thing to do, because you were just talking about the trailer, is one of the things that people like is for us to say also, you right. know, did the trailer disservice or do a service for it? And I think, look, this is the fourth installment in this series. I don't think that the trailer necessarily represents that it it's... It probably doesn't not, matter. It, it doesn't. You're going to see Optimus. You're going to see some robots. You're going to see a lot of buildings crashing, people screaming. and You, right, know, you know what you're going through. It, anyway, it looks anyway. exactly like the film the, you're getting. Uh, the thing I will say about uh, the trailer, though, is that it will, I think, lead you into thinking that you're going to get a lot more Dinobots than you do. Yeah, because they are not actually They're in not the in movie much. very much. Which also and I'll, seems and I'll weird. tell you, they they kind of doubly screw you on that because they make a big deal of showing them to you at the beginning of the movie, at the very start. Yeah, and then like you never really see them again for a mm-hmm. long time, for and two hours and, and twenty that, minutes, and that just feels mean. Yeah, <laughs> really. Right. If, I mean, you have to. I guess we have to kind of establish that we found this one thing yeah. except that it doesn't actually matter because we don't get them from there anyway yeah, it doesn't stuff. matter it's, it's just it's, weird it's very weird but um yeah that was the only thing about the trailer for me is that you kind of go into this thinking you're going to have a lot more of them right and instead what you end up with is a basically random assortment of mm-hmm. a few other transformers who aren't optimus prime yeah and, and it's it's really random and and it's odd, I it, think. It feels like when you see a superhero film, your your average superhero film, and they're like, well, who's going to be the villain this time? You know, we used Catwoman, we used Joker, we got to have the Penguin or, or Two Face. You know, it's right. like one of these things that they're like, look, there's a lot of Transformer what toys. Transformer Which ones did we, we use? And what are people right. really clamoring for? They really want, you know, Dinobots. So let's do right. it. it. It looked to me, you know, the Dinobot stuff was was interesting. And it just seemed so arbitrary. Like we got to put these guys in somehow. I'm already two hours and twenty right. minutes. How am I going to sneak this in? Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll basically rip off, and and it's not terribly original from James Cameron anyway. But it looked like a total rip off of Avatar when he just like gets the Dinobots out, slaps one around, then pulls its hair and gets on top of it, and now it's its ruler. Right. Like, I'm, I mean, now we're going to run off into Tokyo and well, do a and bunch see, of stuff. Uh, the, the thing is, is that... Hong Kong, rather. Now, depending on how much you care about, like, the cartoon show that right. came before, right? Right. <clears throat> that is kind of what should happen in a very general sense, except it's, it's then, go, okay, I only have 67 seconds to do it. Go. Right. Right. And, so, right. and so you have to do it. And just the fact that you have something you want to do, apparently, right. because you want the you want to do it, you right? want a minute, right? You have something that you want to do, and yet you can't find a way to do it for like the four or five minutes it deserves mm-hmm. in your two and a, two and a half hour plus movie. Right. Then you know things have gone wrong somewhere. Right. I mean, then just don't do it if you don't want to do it then don't do it. Right. Because if that's what you're going to do in a movie that's already this long, what you should just do is he should just free him and go, I'm your ruler. And they go, okay. Right. Because why bother right. with trying to have this like little, right. little tiny, tiny micro story yeah. of like convincing <laughs> them that yeah. you rule them. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, so yeah, that was horrible. I, I didn't like that at all. And then not only that, but for me, the Dinobots <laughs> sucked anyway. Yeah. They're goofy looking, yeah. and they don't do anything. And they're sort and it's there's a weird thing in this movie that you're gonna have in like any action movie like this. It's probably going to show up a little bit, but in this movie, it was like so exaggerated and so all the time that it really started bugging me. Which is, um, anyone in this movie, whether it's a human or a transformer or you know the 
the double evil transformer <laughs> that right. is another part of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is and whoever it is, they can take exactly as much damage as you want them to take at the time. Right. There are times where people get hit like 8,000 times with mm-hmm. rockets and guns and whatever, and then, yeah. and then finally they go, oh, I don't want to be here anymore and get shot, so right. I'm out. And, right. they, and they live and they're fine, yeah. right? And there are other times where somebody gets like shot once with yeah. one little thing and they, whoa, I'm down. <laughs> right. Yeah. And and it just you know like I said that's going to happen but it's just like so over and over yeah. and over, and you know by the time we get to the Dinobots, and by the time we get to the part where we've got like all these Decepticons now, and yet somehow but I don't want them to win right but I want to say that there's a big number of them yeah for no reason because right. we don't need a big number of them anyway. It's just there's so much of it that goes on like that. But then by the time we get to the Dinobots, they should really just walk in and go, you're all dead. Yeah, I mean, there shouldn't even really be a fight. First of all, they're gigantic compared to the other ones, right? And and there's a bunch of them. And they should just go, ah, you're gone, right? right? Or at least that's kind of the story we've been (laughs) sold. Yeah. But then we don't deliver on that story. We deliver on the story that we want lots more action and people to get punched more. And there's, right. we've got 50 more buildings that we're allowed to blow up or we've got the CGI footage of doing it anyway. Yeah. So it's got to go somewhere. So we have this big, stupid fight. And, you know, it, it's a really weird thing because we saw this with uh, my son mm-hmm. who uh, I'm driving home with him last night and uh, we're talking about, you know, he's in going into eighth grade. Right. We're talking about like the climax and, and he got, and we're driving home and he goes, is there a word? Cause now he's like getting into like, you know, who knows, like literary theory and all the, right. you know, yeah. words like <clears throat> climax or whatever. Right. And he's like, is there a word for the part they make before the climax that tricks you into thinking it's the climax? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, review done. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. It's like that's it. I'm like uh I I don't think there is because yeah. we've just invented that, right? Right. And 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 he said cuz there's like four of them in this movie. Yeah. And I'm I'm like, "Dude, you're only 13 right. yeah. <laughs> and right. watching Transformers." And by the way, he loved it. Yeah, he did. And when he, we talked to he him, he thought it was big fun and yeah. awesome and and you know Fair play to Transformers. If right. you can get thirteen-year-olds to love you, then you know, well, good for you. This is this is kind of what we were saying too, and this is why I feel like that review of three and a half is is absolutely totally legit and fair. And and I also, do too. And, and I like and I like Transformers as a kid, the right. cartoon, and you know, I didn't have tons of issues with the films, even though I know what they are. Um, I gotta say this: if your if your good time idea this weekend or this past weekend has been to go to a film and get some popcorn and be entertained for a while, you get your money's worth, right? Because it's two hours and forty five minutes long, and there's a lot of stuff going on in it, right? So in that regard, you know, my review was pretty on the thin side of things. But you know, when we were talking to him as we were leaving, and he was like, "Yeah, I love this. I, I thought this was kind of stupid, but I really, you know, had a lot of fun. This was right. cool. That was awesome." And I'm like, "Yeah, I kind of agree with you." And, and you know where I get my rating difference from you is because yeah. I think that we have the same amount of things that we think are stupid. Yeah. And and now it comes down to what can we say that's going to tell anyone whether they want to go see it, and yeah. does that even matter really? Right. Probably because not. everyone who's gonna show up probably going to like it. Right. And anyone who's not going to show up, we're not going to convince to go see this movie. Right. And we don't want gonna, to anyway. No, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But the difference for me between our ratings is I think we've got the same amount of stupid things. But for me, the things that are stupid about this movie and the things that don't work well, they're a little bit of a different kind of stupid that is still annoying for me. But they're not the same kind of stupid things happening like in Resident Evil, where the stupid things that happen just make me want to run away from the theater, right? In this movie, there's like stupid things, but I could like still like a lot of it, you know? And 
And, you know, all of the bad guys in this movie are an annoying for me kind of bad. Yeah. Because why couldn't they just be bad? Right. 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 Why? I, I mean, I think this movie works perfectly fine if Kelsey Grammer is just a bad guy with his view mm-hmm. and not a lunatic with his view. Right. You know, and uh, his henchman is is just as bad a guy and creates exactly the same amount of problem and, yeah. and whatever if he's just bad and not a person who's willing to kill everyone in the world as long as we get the transformer you right. know i mean they don't have to be just like pure evil lunatic right. and we'd still get to the same place in the end especially because we could have passed plenty of that on to um god i can't remember his name oh. um Lockdown. Yeah, the, right, right. The, uh, the, the bounty hunter. Basically. The transformer who's not right. really. He's right. not really a transformer. He's like whatever he is. He's from. He's the sequel instigator. He's, he's from the creators. <clears throat> right. He right. when he gets prime at one point, he's like you know your creators <laughs> but, you but, back. But like, it's, it's not like he's one of the Autobots right. or Decepticons. No, he's a neutral. He's from a whole other thing. Yep. We could have. We could just get all our crazy onto him. Right. And you'd right be more okay with it, and we wouldn't have to watch. Uh, we wouldn't have to watch Kelsey Grammer being quite so stupidly evil. Yeah. And it's just not as fun if they just all show up and start twirling their mustache at you <laughs> and, yeah. and going, ha, I'm pure evil. But this, and this right? is, though, and Michael Bay, though, his characterization, you know, isn't deep conversation or deep revelation. It is literally, hey, you got the white hat. You must be the hero. Right. He, he I mean, in a way, and then I, I agree with you, but Stanley, you're asking him to do what he's incapable of doing. Even like, Stanley Tucci doesn't, right. doesn't quite work, except that Stanley Tucci can make anything work. He can really and do So anything. somehow, he's magically, awesome. he kind of makes it work, because he's supposed to be the bad guy right. who, like, finally, like, kind of gets won over. Right. Except that you know, man, it's like with the script that he's given, it's like yeah. you flip a switch, and you just go. There's, Bang! A, great, there's, a, a, fun, there's a fun moment there, and I actually one of the things that I was thinking of is the stuff that I liked, uh, like because Mark Wahlberg is a is an inventor, and Stanley Tucci is a super successful inventor, right. billionaire inventor. And at one point when he finally turns him, he realizes he's like, "Look, I'm like you. I'm an inventor. Like you and I both know that there are things we shouldn't." shouldn't do right. which is funny because that's the same thing that Wahlberg's daughter earlier said to him and he scoffs at it he's like right. no I think everything should be done right. there's a really fun moment there like there there were these really interesting flashes of thoughtful interesting engaging stuff right. going on and one of the things that I liked a lot was that the villains weren't once again just you know the Decepticons right Kind of, but see, really not really. The villain is, the villain is us. I like that too. The villain is not only us as human beings. The villain is us, the United States government. Like, right. and there's there's all these things with the really goofy, horrible decision to make. Um, the president's what was it? The chief? It was the chief of the staff. Black, be black-y. the wormiest, stupidest, right. most gigglesome interpretation of something. Um, and maybe that's a discourse on Michael Bay. Maybe he really doesn't like the current administration. Yeah, Who cares? But it's it's so out of place that when everything else is working, I love the undercurrent of what the story is, even though it's two hours too long. You know, it really is like this whole thing of like when we're done and they treat everything when they're when Kelsey Grammer, who's basically like the Donald Rumsfeld of characters, right, right. when he's like, look. This country has been overrun with illegal aliens, and we're taking it back. Like, that is – that's awesome. Right. Not that I believe it, but that it's great for the story because right. it's an allegory for all these really cool things. And that keeps coming up. Patriot Act, all these things. And I had a blast with and all then, that stuff. And then I had even a total blast with it. But it is so it, small in the movie. R- right. <laughs> and it, it happens throughout in, in the a way, but it's in really a way small. It's there a lot, but they don't, they don't look at it yeah, a yeah. lot. It's right. always in the background, but, but it's, it's not it's really It's even kind of cool how – uh, you know, we get the part where, you know, most people think there are good guy and bad guy Transformers. Right. And most people are fairly on board with right. good guy and bad guy Transformers to the extent that Kelsey Grammer has to pretend he's going after Decepticons right. when he's going after all of them and he's hunting down Autobots. 
Yeah. And every time he finds one and kills one, right. he has to sell that it's a Decepticon. Yeah. Right. That's pretty cool, That's too. Huge. Right? And, and it's awesome that the film really didn't address this either. Like, eventually, Mark Wahlberg figures, figures this out, has footage of it, and then it, I kept waiting for that to be released and for government shake. Like, that never happened. Maybe that's in the next right, film. No. Who knows? And, and you <clears> even <throat> get some things like, um, I don't like that they've played with the Transformers so much. Right. I don't, I don't like that. Okay, first of all, I don't like that we, we got some new Transformers and yeah. they don't transform. Right. Yeah. Because it doesn't <laughs> actually make any sense. Yeah. It's just like, here's, you know, this looks cool. Right. And I'm going to put it in the movie somehow. It's right. like, it's almost like uh, there was somebody from a special effects company that sent Michael Bay a file of just the way this weird, like, huge pixel pixelization transforminess little right. thing. Right. And it was like, you know, a year ago. And he said, oh, I like the way that looks. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Make that be in the story somehow. Yeah. Right? I mean, right. because it doesn't. It, it doesn't make any sense, and it's it it doesn't mean anything. It's just a weird weird way of making something <laughs> look that he liked. Yeah, that he just went run with that man right, and right. make that. So these new transformers, they don't actually transform. Yeah. So, but he liked the way it looks, and he goes, okay, instead of this, you know, the old crazy way that they transform, right. which is already a little weird. It's like mechanical uh, origami. Right. They just fold in on each other. Right. So now it's like what they do is they just turn into giant pixels in the sky mm -hmm. and fly around. And then when they're done flying, they're in the it, other form. And yeah. they could, they really could turn into anything Whatever. they want. Right. So why do they turn into cars? Right. Why do they turn into that robot? Right. Why do they transform just, at all? Why don't they stay just that fly swarm. around right. as this big swarm? Right. And then when you're done, you're just still the robot version or yeah. whatever it is you do. But they can transform into anything. Now it's just completely yeah. goofball. Yeah. I don't know. But the whole thing is weird. But I even liked um, the part where, uh, you know, um, he's got the heads of the Decepticon oh, yeah. that he's getting his information from on how to build his own. Right. Now that they have the metal that they're made out of that they can control or whatever. Transformium. Yeah. Oh my God, that's the worst. Well, because what are you going to call it? Unobtainium? <laughs> I don't that's know. Something better than, you know, Transformium. But, um, well, because they have nothing else to call it and they know that it's what Transformers are made out of. It just sounds so gonna, stupid. They, they could have called it like, you know, TX5 right. or something. I would have liked that, that a lot better. <laughs> but anyway, um, they they get that, but then they have they're like sucking the brains yeah. out of uh, Megatron right. in order right. to figure out how to make stuff. And little do they know that Megatron, even in existing <laughs> even just in as a dead head, habitated form, <laughs> right. can uh, influence can, some things. Can screw with that and how that's going to work. I thought that was actually kind of cool <laughs> because it had you know the the brilliant American scientist right. who's who's super smart and haha I'm t I'm taking over and he just won't even recognize the possibility yep. that someone is smarter than him right. and getting him to do what he wants or that the crap that he's playing with is more dangerous than he thinks it is yeah. and all of that was really cool except that it's almost like they tried to it's like Here's a cool thing I want to do. Now I gotta like screw with it a little bit so it's not that cool because right. you know you're dumb and you want to see shit blow up. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know. right. If there had been more, if there had actually been less fighting, battle, explosions, which it has no place in a Michael Bay film. Like that's all he really he loves the visual stuff. Right. If there had been more character and story and you know kind of intrigue in a way about how this stuff is happening, this would have been an incredible summer film right it, it would have been really good if, it's almost like if this movie would have just had somebody with uh, the final say yeah. who had a little bit more respect for the audience yeah then all the, <laughs> all the pieces are there you just have to kind of edit out the, it, the nonsense it, it, as frustrating as it is you know look it, it was never going to be citizen kane i don't pretend it you're not pretending it it just could have been a lot smaller running time and a lot 
as much, if not more, satisfaction for yeah. what it is. But Michael Bay is a, a showman. He's the he's the guy outside of the circus tent who's going to sell you the ticket right. and guarantee you like it. And he delivers on what he likes. And you know the money that these and films people make, keep people showing up, keep so showing it doesn't up. matter. So you can't really knock him for what he's doing because he's not trying to make you know. Schindler's List. No, he's so, not trying to make art. He's, what he's doing, he's, he's making exactly, he's making exactly what he it, wants, right? and he's doing it. So, right. and it's hey, working. And in that regard, you know, we're getting out of here. There's a minute left or so. I still feel like if you want a big popcorn summer film, this is not a bad choice. But know that you're getting into a, a really long, exploding right. And ballot, you could be so. going to Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, and you should be. And you should be. For, and yeah. we're we're getting really close on time. But like you said. You know, if you just don't care, yeah. even even I just kind of you was, gave into it. It was, was cool. I was having yeah. I was having fun. Yeah, that's I, fine. I did not expect to be so. Uh, tune mm-hmm. in next week. I'm not even sure what we're doing Tammy. next week, but I guess maybe it will be Tammy. Oh, man, yeah, uh, we'll because see. there just aren't that many There's options nothing left. Yeah. So what are you going to do? And uh, <laughs> who knows what will happen between now and then, though. But uh, thanks for not. tuning in. And, you know, share, subscribe, tell all your friends, and uh, we will see you next week. Yeah, thanks. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. Yes, while GEICO could help you rack up more moolah faster than you can say metamorphosis, they've also been the fastest growing auto insurer for more than 10 years. That's more like it. Furthermore, GEICO has fast and friendly claim service. That might seem like an oxymoron, but it's not. All the more reason to say no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.